welcome to Own Her Ship Podcast. We're the only captain of this ship. Ooh, it can't be only you. Wow, I haven't said that in a long time, but joyful Friday, guys. We're at the end of the week. For some of you working or school, but you know, or business. But more than ever, the weekend is finally here. And if I tell you I needed this weekend, I need bad. It came quickly. Oh, good God, like let it last. That's all that matters. Well, I'm super excited to bring episode two. I told you guys we're working on this consistency thing. And a lot of it deals with the fact that we're actually super excited to really bring our podcast every week. I have like a second win for this. And I just cannot, for the life of me, shake it off. I'm super excited to see just new things within this podcast and anything that you guys like or like me to feature in this podcast like hit me up obviously you can see our information within the description you can you can actually follow us on instagram you can like our page which we suggest you all to do on her ship pod and you can also just email us if you have any comments questions um generally just want to speak your piece I like those too, because I'll be thinking to speak my piece too. So you can definitely hit us up on the podcast and we'll go from there. Awesome. So let's enter the show, guys. More than ever, it's time to bring in our mise en place. Like we stated, mise en place is really just the prep. It's the prep before you finally eat and cook, obviously, the food. <laughs> um, you can be at any time of the day, but you're just really getting to the core of what we do, core in the essence of making sure that this is the best meal you're about to eat. Our meats and plots, make sure that we, we give you that little spice before you hit the main meal. So, for today's meats and plots, we have something that we really want to work on in terms of action. It's something that's been helping me recently, and I believe a lot of you women out there, this is your key out. I had a really awesome conversation with a really good friend of mine that I haven't spoken to in a while today, and it meant a lot. And the reason why I said it meant a lot, not because we just naturally flow like that, but more so on the side of the fact that she explained something so real. You see, last year was a pandemic. It still is a pandemic. If you don't know, well, let me tell you. It is a pandemic. Go get vaccinated. This is no sponsorship. This is from me to you. The pandemic is ever very real now with that said in last year was the beginning of the pandemic so many things happened people lost their jobs people lost their family members and honestly people lost their minds you see keeping your mind right (laughs) it's a daily decision i'm not lying to you it's something that i always talk about with my close girlfriends about the importance of peace of mind, the importance of being in your right mind, the importance of sanity. When you're young, you're like, oh, I don't know how anybody can get insane. And then you realize when you get older, like, ooh, there's just like one thin line between insanity and insanity, for real. And the pandemic really did that for a lot of people. Just one, not being around the people you love. Two, for some, not knowing, um, just about their livelihood, their health, how they'll provide for their families, how they'll be able to see their loved ones who may have been in compromising situations. It was 
the pandemic really brought a rawness to people. No front, <laughs> no cover up, just real raw truth. And the issue about that, even though it's great to be honest and true, the real thing about that is that you're finally honest and true, you might be scared of what you see in front of you. You see, being alone is never the issue. I've had many cases in my life where I just wanted to be alone, like, get out my face. <laughs> and I know a lot of you guys watching are probably having that same experience where you're like, okay, like, true. Um, that can happen for me continuously, but not right now, okay? At this point, I need to be at a, a silent phase. I need you to give me some space. But even if you need it for a couple of seconds, a couple of minutes a day, never let it go past a week. I... A lot of you guys have moved to different places or been in different situations in your life, and I have too. And I'm, and I'm about to see uh, a certain occurrence coming soon in my life as well. But the concerning factor of it all is the fact that how could it possibly be that loneliness is one of many factors of why sanity, insanity is on the loose right now? It's not hard to be insane, guys. But you have to make a daily decision to stay sane. You know, sometimes it can be a circumstance. Like, I was about to say, <laughs> your guy could pull up. Like, you know, like, I was about to say a nigga. But, like, your guy could pull up and just be real disrespectful. Switch. <laughs> no, but for real, guys, it occurs every day. We make daily decisions to be sane. And she was just explaining to me that there was a time in the beginning of the pandemic where she felt so alone that she just she just packed up her apartment and moved in with her family. And now that I think about it, even as I'm having this conversation with you guys, I realize more than ever, that's a really big decision to be a grown adult and pack up your whole apartment and move in with your family. I mean, granted, she also did get a new job, but besides that, move into family just get a new apartment right but she said like that human connection that human interaction is invaluable you can't buy that that's why this remote work is terrible because you can't have the connections the natural connection you can have with people the collaboration the opportunity to be open and be able to see and feel and understand and not assume how someone is feeling about you Honestly, I'm gonna tell that in another episode about dating during the midst of a pandemic, but ugh, scratch that. Ugh. Anyway, let that one go. And we'll probably bring a couple of friends on, you know, have a little kiki and get to the get to the grid of it. <laughs> but ultimately, the reason why it's so important, we're telling you this is a nice mental health tip for all of you guys. Insanity is not too far away, but I really, really, really want you all to be in your right mind. And the best thing, one of the best things to do, especially when you're working, block out time. Block out me time. Block out time that you just, I, I tell some of my team members, I'm like, look, you need to, I don't even care if you eat lunch at this time. You need to get up. Get up, go walking, go see the sun. This work, let me be honest with you, this work thing is so temporary. The day that someone decides to wake up and not fire the person, it's all over. And I'm not saying that anyone is bigger or better than that. But I'm just trying to bring to the realization that more than ever, you need to see that work is work. But 
the interactions with the relationships you're building on a daily basis with others and with yourself are of utmost importance. Don't lose love in yourself. So the one thing I will tell you this little mental health box is it's called the Rocky Method. I don't know many of you guys who watch the Rocky, but you know, there's obviously that classic staple movie where he's like running up the stairs and that's in Philadelphia, actually. If he's running up the stairs, I think it's City Hall. Yeah, he's running up the stairs and when he finally gets, you know, there's actually a beat to the tone. I love music behind anything. Like I can live my life like a music scene. Like if you've ever watched Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, yeah. I want to live life like that. With music all around. Beautiful. So, and there's a song like, da da na 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 Rocky. The Rocky Method. Well, this is how the Rocky Method can help your mental state. One, by the reason of this. Like we said, music brings colors. It brings vibrancy. It makes you happy. I don't know anyone who has not been able to relate music to the most important parts of their life. So this is how you do it. Anytime that you're feeling a little in a rut or you just want to, you just feel like not yourself, you just kind of want to re-energize yourself or reboot yourself, this is what you need to do. Stop right here. Go outside or go to another room. You might be like, man, I'm trying to get away from these people. Okay, take a drive, get in your car. Like, I don't have a car, okay, get on the bus. I don't have a bus ticket. Okay, well, let me say something. I'm helping you. Okay, you gotta come up with some things for me. Um, go to the park. Take your headphones. If you're in a car, catch your Bluetooth. Put your phone on. Put it to the highest magnitude. And this is something I love to do. So sometimes when people try to go home with me, I'm like, okay, I can rap. I can rap, but you can't go home with me. And I hate to be like that. It doesn't mean I actually do not like people. It just means that there's some moments in my time that I know things that can cause me to go look either in the past or look at situations before me and make me feel very, um, very down. And I refuse to let that be a staple in my life. Well, at least I, I refuse that for myself. So the first thing you do, like I said, you find a space. It could be a car. It could be the streets. It could be a park, it could be the bus. Um, if you know you're around people, please don't ruin their day because you're trying to up yours. Put on some headphones or you're in a car, blast it high up. You can even be driving down the parkway. That's my favorite. Okay, driving down the parkway high, riding, I start riding real dirty, bro. <laughs> driving down the parkway, putting it on all high magnitude. Now you gotta pick a song, not a sulky song, not a like, um, a Keisha Cole, like. I remember, no, we don't, we don't want to remember about lost love, okay? You want that, you want that hitting song about where you're going, about the person you're about to be, about the freedom you see, man. I'm telling you, people really laugh at me, but I love gutter rap. I love, I'm telling you, I love girls that talk real raw, real disrespectful. I'm telling you, I want all of that so like sometimes that's how people don't judge me like sometimes i'm blasting a lotto i'm blasting like a kali obviously the city girls like you know obviously meg Stallion and so forth but sometimes it can just be real gotta like a bia and so forth just 
just real raw nasty maybe even old school trina or foxy brown or just gotta rap like i just want to hear it like with someone who don't even care who's next to them or outside of those oh now if i'm looking for a vibe to try to go on vacation or really try to talk about talk that money talk okay i might listen to some future <laughs> definitely a rick ross if you're trying to be on an island with a pina colada rick ross will get you on the nice atlantic ocean in less than two minutes and blast it rap the words know the words because the words actually give you an emphasis where you can actually be talking to yourself about the state that you're in and really talk that talk so that's the rocking method you find a space you blast the music on high you gotta recite it so you need to know the words and you're screaming you're vibing in the car you're, you're pushing it down the lanes or you're walking through the park people don't know like you're in the zone you're in a place and take yourself to that tranquil place and by the time you come back, whether it be to work, whether it be to a situation with family or friends or loved ones, or maybe even the business or even schoolwork, you want to have that that energy of that beat is in your body now. Now you now you're you're looking at it with fresh eyes. You feel fresh. You look fresh. Even someone might say like, "Hey, what happened to you?" Like, no, I'm on a new energy. I'm on a new yeah. I'm on a new level. Wow, that's true. That's true. Okay. Yeah, like literally, before I came into this episode, it was literally Beyonce's "Run the World" that was passing in my head, like, and I could hear the beat in like the side of my, like on the side of my body, I'm like, ooh, ooh, and I just put myself in that space. I was like, oh no, I gotta drop this podcast now. I feel it. That's why I said I have a really, not a good feeling, but an assurance about where this podcast is going, and so much more to come. But thanks, guys. We chopped it up. Now on to the chronicles. Woo! Okay, so these are the Chronicles. As you all know, the Chronicles, the missing details, we jump into just really getting into the core of what this episode is and how we're feeling out on these streets. So I want to bring up some things that I'm a little concerned about. You know, recently, Simone Biles, who is a phenomenal gymnast, um, obviously an Olympian, gold medalist, high in her field. She does what she does. Let's not stunt. The lady is the creme de la creme of her field. And at such a young age, obviously. Um, And just a little background about Simone Biles. Um, she does have some traumatic experiences that really define um, aspects of her life, even with her former coach and so forth. And just a lot of a lot of life lessons, but that don't really, I don't even like to bring that up in an episode because that doesn't make her who she is. But within the, the boot of that young woman is not only perseverance, but drive that, that phenomenally young lady is, is the definition of what it means to drive it all the way through. She, um, not only has she been able to instill it in herself, but she's been able to instill it in young women who have given up and given them opportunities to see that, hey, it's not over with you. Whether it be her former, like her colleagues within the gymnastics, gymnastics field or so forth, but she's that kind of girl. I'm going to put me on, I'm going to put you on too. And 
it's so strange to see a young woman at that age gather that kind of courage, but also that kind of gusto and not be afraid that, look, me putting you on is going to bring me down. Weird how women think like that sometimes. Some people are just very strange. And it's actually not only women. Some men act like that too. Like if I put you on, that means I'm depleting for myself. No. Like, look, if you're going to compete in this life, you might as well make sure that your competition is at their best so that no one can use that as a factor to why you always win. Okay? So this week, for many who do know, do know she went to the Olympics in Tokyo um, prepared to actually perform, prepared to actually live out her sport out on the field and everything ready, um, on the bar actually, ready and on tag, but she actually withdrew due to a mental health case. She was not up for actually performing, and let's talk about how social media went wild, crazy, honestly, God knows I don't like those people on social media, but... They went wild crazy because Angie said that she didn't want to do it. Wait, do you know how many times this young woman has actually performed her sport in the midst of pain, excruciating pain, in the midst of re-upping back from an injury and comes back better than ever still at the top of her class and you has been behind a cute computer screen that's not even that's half mediocre is now telling us what the definition of excellence is okay don't believe the hype you see on social media guys let's live out our real lives the reason so like i said let's come back to the beginning because that thing just pissed me off the actual reason for the chronicles today is where does your strength lie you see, people think that actually doing the job, so-called job of performing that in what you intended for is the only way that you can show strength. Strength sometimes comes by saying no. Strength sometimes comes by knowing your limits. And that's one thing that this young woman has been able to exhibit restraint. Knowing your limits. Knowing how far you can take it and where you can take it to while not destroying yourself look i'm not saying that there's not other things in life that are important but in some cases you're all you got and the way we as women in some way have taken care of us let's scratch the fact where he says like oh you know just think about how women are treating the world how do we treat us well literally how do we treat us it's one of the first things I've learned in my life that have been able to guide me along the way is, look, whether you know it or not, when they say we're all in this together, I'm not saying that they're excluding others, but I'm saying as a woman, really, we're all in this together. And if you don't take care of you, who do you think will take care of you? She put herself first, and that was a statement that I think we need more than ever to ingrain into society for the next generation of phenomenal women that are going to be raised up. How do you hold restraint? I've talked to young girls, both younger than me, older than me, where they don't know how to say no. They pick up everything because they... Sometimes you could be filling the void of loneliness or filling the void of, of wanting to meet the expectations of those who the day you don't meet their expectation, they'll act like you never did any good thing for them. 
Let's stop putting the guilt upon ourselves that we're not enough or we're not meeting up to the expectations. It's something I need to tell myself. Where does your strength lie? Your strength doesn't lie. She defined for us, Simone Biles and so many other women, both athletes or so, or so forth, that your strength does not align only with what you can give to others, but who you are. It cannot only align with what you're able to give to others because people will now drain you of the resource and the ability that you have to showcase. And then you're left with nothing. Sometimes your strength lies in saying no. Sometimes your strength lies in giving up. You see, people call it giving up. No, there's certain things to giving up. You may be asking, okay, how, how do I know that I'm giving up for the right reasons? One, don't call it giving up. I'm using that as an example. But two, let's be real with you. Can we really define Simone Biles as giving up? Naturally, she never gives up. Naturally, she never gives in. Naturally, she puts in work. Her effort, her actual work ethic is insane. Now, that's a woman that doesn't give up because she daily checks in. She daily checks into what she has to offer to the world and a part of her that she appreciates and she takes effort into. So how do you show your work of effort? That's what you'll be able to see in a situation if you actually gave up or you didn't. Like, you, we just know for sure. Come on, you have, you have not been in practice in, like, four weeks. You tell me, oh, I didn't give up. I just want to, <laughs> I didn't give up. I just want to give myself a break. No, you gave up. I can use myself, for example. There's a period I didn't have this podcast for almost six, seven months and so forth. I started something so consistently and I stopped. I gave up. Not for the right reasons. I gave for the fact of, one, I wasn't diligent in my craft every single day. And I saw it. I had to, I, I had to call myself out. And I hope many of you who are watching this call yourself out on your stuff too. Let's be real. Because the only way you're going to be able to see a new change in your life is when you finally confront you. Confront you. You need to know. There's giving up and there's this holding restraint. And we need to define those two. Holding restraint no, is knowing your limits, knowing where you can take it. Doesn't mean that you can't take it further going along the way. That doesn't mean that she's not going to go to the next Olympic and not perform. You know, that's not saying that. We're saying, but based off this situation right now, this is what I can cause. This is what I can give into it. And it takes so much. I just can imagine the conversation she had on the side to finally come to that. Because in so many ways, you can think about the scrutiny. And honestly, F the scrutiny. I'm telling you, forget all these people. They can barely do half of what you do. Especially people who don't naturally check in to see how you're progressing in your life. And now you want to use their scrutiny as your standard. You'll be here forever. Look, giving up restraint. The differences between giving up and restraint is your daily check-ins. How are you checking in to what you're offering? It could be your job. How do you check in? Or you're just taking hours of breaks and relaxing. Ooh, I've done it, I've done it, I've done it. And you're talking about like, ah, you know, I'm not giving up. I just believe this isn't for me anymore. You never decided to put in the effort of excellency. Effort of excellency, EOE. Let's put in our effort of excellency every day in the things that we do. If it's your craft, if it's your skill, if it's your relationship, 
It's an effort of excellency every single day. So someone may say, you know what, I'm like, I'm, I'm really not that kind of person. I want somebody in my business all the time. Like, I want to give you some space. No, you just don't want to put in the effort because it won't always be beautiful. The effort of excellency. The differences between giving up and restraint. Well, I could just be talking to myself, but if you're listening now and you know you have those issues, hit me up. Follow us on Instagram. Email us. I want to know what are some things that you know for sure you gave up on. And what are some things that you believe you held restraint and is no even a factor in your life? Do you know how to say no? Because mm, I'm learning. Teach me. Teach me. Awesome, guys. Thank you. On to our next segment. Hey, guys. And here we are in our last segment called Hey, Miss Pearson. And as you all know, Hey, Miss Pearson is really just about content that looks like us. Where's the TV shows? Where's the movies? Where's the media that looks like us? That looks like women, that looks like women of color, that looks like the diversity that we see and live every day. And Hey Miss Pearson really just shouts that out. And today's shout out is for an awesome movie that's coming out in November. I really would love actually to do a movie night with it, with some friends, especially a really close-knit of girlfriends, and really just delve into what that movie means to us all. And the movie is called King Richard. I'm super excited for this movie, guys. The trailer itself gave me chills. I was like literally freaking out. I was like, oh my gosh. Now, King Richard is actually the documentary. It's not a docu-series, so it's a documentary. It's the documentary sense of a movie of two beautiful phenomenally made women like i don't even know if i could just specify them as that and that's venus and serena williams two powerhouses and they were trained fathered mentored by their father who we know as mr richard williams you know, sometimes when I was younger, they used to scrutinize him. This is when we used to watch tennis on TV, the old box TVs. And that's the 90s, guys. And my dad's biggest thing, because my dad is a tennis fanatic. He played tennis all through college. And his biggest thing was, you got to watch tennis. Like, to me, he believes tennis is an elite sport. It's for the best. He wasn't really like, football, yeah, but mm-mm. basketball, okay, no problem. But tennis is for the art of athleticism and we I've watched Serena and Venus Williams from about when they were teenagers and I was a young girl I was like five my dad used to make me we used to have a tennis racket in our our seventh floor apartment and he would make me go to the tennis courts with him and be batting balls I can literally hear the sounds of tennis balls hitting and we used to have jars of tennis balls in our in our closet and anytime he said do a sport he'll tell me go do a sport go do a sport he said if you're gonna do a sport i want you to play tennis so we use saturday mornings as he's blasting his jazz interludes to go to a local park in newark new jersey and we would play tennis 
it really means a lot, guys, to reflect on moments where you shaped yourself. I watched those women, and I can literally hear the sighs of relief. I can hear the sound of the wind. And I definitely, I mean, definitely can hear the racket hit the ball on the strings of the tennis the tennis racket. I can hear it. It's so evidently clear. Guys, this is going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal movie. I almost cried within the trailer. I was like, what kind of nonsense is this? This is so beautiful. You know what it is to see a father go to bat for his daughter's black women who were tennis powerhouses in the midst of an urban neighborhood called Compton competing with the best trained and skilled in some of the richest richest cities in California and throughout the world and these girls became a powerhouse there was a part in the movie where he says he said I think you got the next Michael Jordan he said no I got the next two Michael Jordans I said good god do you know what it is to see excellency personified I still to this day used to get chills when Serena and Venus would not play against each other. I'll be like, oh my gosh, this is like life-changing moments. Whether Venus wins or Serena wins, two phenomenal, phenomenal athletes but amazing sisters. They could go to bat for each other every day of life. And I thought that was beautiful. In the movie, guys, man... I'm not going to lie, some of the most core principles of your life really start when you're younger. When you're in elementary school and you're starting off and you can always remember those bonding moments, especially for a woman with her father. You can remember those defining moments. I kid you not, we had rackets and, and tennis balls in our closets. Because my dad used to say, this is a sport for the elite. And then he said, he used to tell us, watch Serena, watch Venus. You see these girls? This is what it means to be a world-renowned name. And it's so interesting because in his time, he didn't have that. So he looks at it like, hey, you guys are seeing the best live out and they look like you. Man, they had beads in their hair and they were just beautiful black women. Fierce. Fierce. I don't think you got it. Fierce. They used to think Serena had an attitude problem. But all she had was passion running through her veins. A passion for the sport. A passion for love. A passion for what got her there. Who took her there. And you would see the trailer. And they would talk about even like playing in the rain. Like I'm going to be quite honest with you. People are so sapped up about love. But. Love is diligence. It's a commitment. It's it's literally showing up. And not let's be quite frankly, honest, a lot of people haven't experienced love. You gotta show up, you gotta commit, you gotta pull up. Even when it hurts. I'm excited to see that movie, guys. It's actually going to reframe my childhood for me. And bring a whole new manner. And I hope all of you guys watch it. Let's support this awesome family that has etched excellence into our hearts. With that said, guys, we want to thank you for joining us for Own Her Ship, where it's true. You are the captains of our ship. 
and we're sailing into the sunset. Love y'all. Till next time. Peace.